The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children. Anybody who did a two-hour speech and hugged a flag recently, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry From Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sir Arcane. I'm Lansing Mike. Oh, and I hope everybody has had a wonderful time. And yeah, it, I. You're just tired of winter, aren't you? I, I am tired of winter. I am tired in general. Um, I I know. I saw it was amusing because I saw your post this morning. My tweet. Yes, about, <laughs> you know, kink hangovers. And I'm like. I'm older than you. And well, I've, like, yeah. I woke up, it's like, and I, I, I'm functioning on five hours of sleep or maybe four because my body gets me up at eight regardless. And I went to bed very late because we got back late. But then, yeah, because we stayed late. And I can't fall, physiologically fall asleep without trying to read at least. And I started reading. And then I guess I know it's like 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, I should go to bed. I, yeah. And then body gets me up at eight. I'm like, I've only had like five hours. I should feel much worse. No, I'm good. Yeah, no. I don't know. Maybe I should. I, I am probably going to ask Doc to sign me up for a sleep study. Oh, uh, that could be a lot of it. Because the one thing I know the last few months, I mean, the last couple of years, there's just been shit in my life that's been causing me low-level background anxiety, depression. And it really was taking a toll on my sleep. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a fuckload of insomnia and just not good sleep. And uh, But last few months, a lot of that's... I wouldn't say cleared up, but it's become different enough that it's like, oh, okay, this is this can be endured. Um, and oh boy, I've been sleeping, and so I sleep deeply and well, and like that I means so much. That means so much. I know. Um, yeah, when I'm not sleeping, I just like why bother with life? I like sleeping. Yeah, it's one uh, of the basic things. Yeah, one of the <clears> things <throat> I think I'm gonna uh, try and and do before I see Doc mm-hmm. is. Hand this uh, lovely handheld voice recorder to my husband and oh. say, when I start snoring, could you record me for a bit so that I can play it back for Doc? Oh, so you could actually hear what's going on. Yeah. Well, now, how long does this recorder technically could run for it? You know, when, not memory-wise or right. battery-wise. Could you record yourself for a full night? I could. Because then you could play it and you'd see, like, you'd see this, the, the waveforms for when you're actually making noise. So you could just only listen to those and actually have a full night of... It might even actually be recorded how much uh, sleep or, you know, noise you were making. Because I have one of these... I have a Fitbit that, in theory, monitors my sleep. But half the time, I'm like, I don't want to be wearing something in bed. So right. it... Sits on the nightstand. So, of course, it looks like I have a really long good night's sleep. <laughs> if it's just sitting there, it's like, no, nah, I'm not moving. The memory card would be able to hold all eight hours. Mm-hmm. It's the battery life okay. that oh, I'm not sure Can of. you plug it in? Um, no. Okay. No. Uh, and even when this is plugged into USB... It's not taking... Oh. Yeah. No. Oh, not so much. Which is unfortunate. a failure of design. <laughs> 
No, I'm being I'm being mean to a microphone that served us well. <laughs> yes. Boy, I'm pissy. Yeah, this is a great little product. I I recommend it highly, and it works well for for what we've been using mm-hmm. it for. And you know, but yeah, no, I don't think it's designed to record. Uh, you know, you being asleep for eight hours, so. Um, but yeah, no, we, uh, so yeah, so I, well, that kind of leads us to our gossip and what we've mm-hmm. been up to. Uh, you had the first element yes. of gossip. Uh, I can't remember why I was, I was doing something else that night. It was a Friday night and I just didn't make it, but also right. I don't go to places sometimes on my own. So yeah, so the Friday before first Friday, they were having a, it was advertised on Facebook as a bondage demonstration mm-hmm. and club night. In Kalamazoo, hosted by current, former Mr. Michigan Leather. Good question. I th- I thought he, yeah, I thought he had the the, the title handover, but he still is, but he goes, he's the one, he's still going to go to IML. Okay. So, yeah, he might have, I think he might have handed off his Liberty Bar oh, title and oh, is still so, Mr. Michigan. Got it. Yeah, because so he would have had the Liberty Bar title, which led to the competition become Mr. Mr. Michigan, Michigan Leather, and then goes on okay on to IML. That makes so, sense. So, okay. Yes. So Mr. Michigan Leather, uh, Will Baker and um, Dave Watt mm-hmm. of Mr. Friendly, mm-hmm. um, who is based in Kalamazoo. Um, yeah, they had uh, a bondage night at Club. Vortex, which, which is an odd beast because I guess it, it's, yeah, it, I guess it's a Greek restaurant in the day, and on Saturday nights becomes a gay bar, but only on Saturday nights. Oh yeah, it. And in this case, it was a Friday night, but that was a special event. Yeah, when when I when we walked in there, and I guess it's yeah. the only gay bar of Kalamazoo right now, which is sad because Kalamazoo has had gay bars, has even had a leather store, um, but now I guess that's it. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll have to ask uh, the person we know who lives in Kalamazoo. No, that's where I heard, I heard this yeah. from. Oh. Like recently, he was talking about it, and that that's yeah. the topic came up. It's like I think it's the only place right now. Yeah, I mean, when I walked in there, I, my first thought was this place used to be a Chi-Chi's, didn't it? Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah. Since you said it was a Greek restaurant, yeah, there was some Greek themed. Um, paintings on the walls, but yeah. Oh, look, some young men playing leapfrog. <laughs> no, the Acropolis. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's a... yeah, no, not not that. That would be nice, but <laughs> no. So it it reminded me of why I don't like club nights in general. I mean, it was loud. They had club lights mm-hmm. up that shined in your eyes where wherever you happen to be. Um, the DJ really loved his smoke machine. So, but how about now? It was like it was supposed to be a demo, uh, you know, a bondage demo. How were the demos? Lots of rope harnesses. Okay. Um, one guy did get put in a sleep sack, mm-hmm. and then uh, Will and somebody else got saran wrapped to uh, a, a section a section of wall. That, okay. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a pillar, a big square pillar. It, it, it pillar. was a, a square pillar, and... Because I'm picturing, how would you saran wrap someone to a wall? And Yeah, you know, no, it, yeah. It, it was it was a wall section, a, a square pillar. It looked, it, yeah, I saw pictures of that, I think, I must have seen it on Facebook. Because yeah, it was Will, on Facebook. Well, I mean, it was interesting suspension, too, because he wasn't just flat to it. He, like, had his knees bent, and he was 
up in the air a bit. Right, yeah. No, what they did was they had him on a go-go box okay. to start and started the wrapping. Okay. Once and he was secured to the post, they... They took the box away. Ah. Um, and my thought was, is that structural or is that... It, it, it must have been. It, it There must have been studs in there and mm-hmm. helped hold up the roof, which is probably why that section of wall existed right there. Um, so it was strong enough to hold him up. Um, but yeah, the so I went with Fargo um, and we arrived about... I want to say about 9.30. We were mm-hmm. aiming for 9 when doors opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and parking in downtown Kalamazoo is a mess. It, I remember it, going to events there and yeah. it being a, a thing. It, it's kind of like parking in downtown Lansing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it oh. Or downtown Flint. Yeah. If you don't know where to park, you're not going to find a parking spot. Ah. Um, so we did eventually find a parking spot and it was a bit of a hike on icy, icy sidewalks. Um, and, yeah, stayed for a couple hours. Um, and, you know, far, at about 11 o'clock, Fargo said, I'm kind of bored and I don't think this is going to get any better. How are you feeling? I'm like, yeah, about the same. He did get, uh, he bought a Mr. Friendly dog tag. Um, and I put it on him and he asked, it, is this a collaring? And I'm like, well, kind of. <laughs> Kind of, sort of. So, yeah, as I said, when it was over, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I was expecting more bondage. From the sound of it, it sounded like more demos of, like, actual how-to-do, I thought. For some reason, when I I heard the, the title of it, and I thought, oh, and I was really sad that I wasn't going. Yeah, it's like I this is this is something I want to learn more of and see more of. Yeah, no, you wouldn't you wouldn't learn anything. Um, it was too noisy to hold a symposium. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, not a lot of the bondage was very restrictive. It was rope harnesses okay. basically the entire time. Um, I mean, the one nice thing is that I got to see some really nice tattoos. Mm. Um, one of a barber pole that basically ran from the guy's shoulder to his elbow and he his beard uh, went all the way down to his nipples so i'm like "Ooh, daddy uh so yeah that was that was enjoyable to look at but yeah for an hour drive Mm -hmm. uh, well hour and a half drive slippy and sliding on the sidewalk and five dollars to get in the door and overpriced drinks well i mean Drinks are always overpriced at the gay bar, so. Well, yeah, but you, yeah, you think that. Well, okay, I'm just thinking. Yeah, if it's a commandeered restaurant, and also in Kalamazoo, you'd hope that you could drink at reasonable prices. But, yeah. but then I can also be spoiled because I'm used to going to some places. You know, the place I go to uh, has half price beer on the nights I go there, and they have nice beer, but they're trying to clear out kegs on a Sunday night. So. That's how I learned Foofy Beers was at Crunchy's after 8 p.m. on Sundays when the beer is half price mostly. And I was like, wow, you can drink for cheap. And then found out, oh, you're not. Yeah, that this is not typical for craft beer. Yeah, no, not so much. Um, so, yeah, well, that was so that was last two Fridays ago. That was two Fridays. Last Friday was first Friday. Was first Friday. A fast first Friday because March 1st, just like, hey, surprise. Surprise! Um, wait, good turnout. Very good turnout. I counted about 16 at one point. Mm-hmm. We had a, a guy in full latex. You know, it's like, yay, that was cool. Yes, um, our, our latex evangelist was mm-hmm. there in in a new, yes. new to him. Yeah, he 
ordered it at um, Mr. International Rubber, and yep. this was his first ah. chance to show it off in public, and Excellent. it looked good on him. Mm -hmm. uh, some people in leather, a lot of pups. <laughs> Lots of puppies. And, uh, um, yeah. and I think some other people who are like, you know, kink adjacent who had been pulled in. I, I, I count two of those people in the 16, uh, a friend of mine and a friend of his who showed up who didn't really sit with us, but mm -hmm. I think uh, the friend is definitely <laughs> kinky and into stuff. The other guy was just like, oh, oh no, no, I'm in danger. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm going to get pounced on by puppies. So many puppies. So it was good. Uh, yeah, you left um, earlier. I mean, it was mostly yeah, people yeah, sitting I, around I tend, talking. Yeah, I tend to leave earlier. Um, and uh, no, people were, I mean, I stayed until uh, midnight or so. Oh, no, that's right. I was ready to leave at about 10 to midnight. I'm like, oh, I didn't even make it to midnight. And I was saying goodbye to everyone, and then got caught in a conversation with some pups, and that lasted about 20 minutes. And it's like, okay. I made it to midnight. Yay. I'm I can go now. Um, because they're, all, I think, all plotting to go somewhere else and get after bars. Bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the, uh, was it, uh, oh, it's funny because some of the per a person I had said goodbye to 20 minutes earlier was like, you're still here. I'm like, I know. I'm, I'm trying to leave. It's, it's, <laughs> it's sticky. It's a sticky night. I'm... Not able to get out. Um, but it was also good because I had a uh, drink, eh, about four drinks, and had driven there. So it's good that I had an extra 20 minutes. But I didn't feel too much from the drinks. Yeah. Uh, well, because I'd started drinking early. So it was like, yeah, about right. a drink an hour. Yeah. Um, I tried the special that was on the board because I said, hey, why the hell not? It what was, was that? a... Uh, French vanilla vodka and strawberry Baileys. Huh. So it ended up tasting like a strawberry milkshake with a kick to it. Okay, I was gonna say quick strawberry quick. No, not not quite. A, a bit more natural than that, but just a bit. But yeah, you could still taste the the vodka no? in it. Um, I mean, I finished it. It wasn't bad, but it's like I don't think I'll order it again. Hmm. It, I can see that being I actually making a shake out of that, you know, ice cream base and then adding those two. Ba yeah, Bailey's and and vanilla vodka and just make a smoothie it up. Mm. Okay, yeah. So, uh, no, I just had scotch. I had uh, and then I had scotch and a beer and something else. Was it no? It no. Somebody else because uh, you mentioned scotch because one of the other members of our party mm -hmm. ordered a Crown Royal. Okay. And was like, this seems off somehow. And after a few steps, he's like, this isn't Crown Royal. This is scotch. And yeah, he, he, the bartender did mix it up and made good. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we ended up talking about Crown Royal for a good 10 minutes. Yeah, I guess there's a peach flavor Crown Royal coming out. I'm kind of curious what color the bag will be. I'm like, hmm. Uh -huh. I need another bag. Yeah, need another dice bag. <laughs> uh, I do have a lot of dice. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I had a good time uh, talking with people. Uh, there were some people, some newbies who were there that were friends of regulars. Mm -hmm. And I felt bad because, like, their friends had left and they were just, like, kind of there by themselves at the bar. And I was like, I wish I was in more of a personable mood because I'd like to talk to them at least, you know. Mm -hmm. Now that they've been abandoned, but no, I was like ready to leave. Mm -hmm. I did say, you know, I said goodbye to them, but that was about it. But, but no, it was it was fun. It was a you know a fun evening, uh, just hanging out, 
Uh, but, you know, First Friday, it's like, okay, yeah. that bad, considering we didn't really advertise it. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get better about advertising. Oh, so many things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so many. But I'm in that way in so many areas of my life, too. It's like, okay, I just need some fine-tuning and things will be good. Great. Yeah. But yeah. that leads to, uh, well, then, First Friday, not, that was First Friday. The next day was uh, DBC. It was DBC. Uh, had a full car load. Yep. Uh, both of us, uh, Fargo and my puppy Fritz, uh, all went down to Detroit. And it was a wonderful example of uh, make plans and God laughs. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right, because you had a scene planned. I, I had a scene planned with Fargo. Um, I was going to mummify him mm -hmm. uh, because he's a big fan of bondage. And we got there, started warming up, and... He fell into the orbit of um, an old guard leather daddy mm -hmm. and was on, they, they, yeah, they just locked together for a good chunk of the night. Yes, I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get to do the planned scene. But he was just having so much fun. Well, I'm like, I, I can't break up this happy is, couple. He's local and you have, I mean... Oh, yeah, no, there's, I, I there's can... These, and even without DBC, there'd be potential and access there. It's yeah. not like, you know, this is a DBC friend who you only would see occasionally at DBC. And it's like, you kind of had a dance card that got rerouted. No, this is someone you know and interact with, even, you know, casually outside of DBC. And then, right. And it's like, okay, this this can be done. We just, you know, need a surface. Yeah. And now we know. It's like, you can use a pillar in a, in a Greek <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Well, I don't think I'll be mummifying him to a pillar at any of the local Greek restaurants. Yeah, the only one I know of... Oh, there's a couple, but the one I know of, it's like, yeah, don't go there. The, the owner's an asshole. Yeah. No, I I think... I think if we do it vertically, it, it would probably be in his basement and one of the Ooh, yeah, steel okay. pillars. That's um, true. Because, yeah, we're further discussion because there's our car load and then a couple more Lansing people showed, mm -hmm. uh, including someone like they new. Do. <laughs> someone, someone new. It's like someone who had, was new last month, but then they brought in a new friend. And it's like, cool, and had a good conversation with them. But we're like, yeah, it's like there's a lot of Lansing people who come here. We, we need, need to. to. Yeah, this could be done. And uh, someone, yeah, was talking about, well, they moved into a new house. And it's like, oh, is this work? could it work for it? I don't know. So it would be nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't take, you don't really need a lot to build a dungeon and, and no. start this sort of thing. I mean, it, a lot of the stuff can be portable. There, right. Someone was talking about portable St. Andrew's Cross, slings can be portable, fuck benches. And, I mean, just having a bunch of kinky guys mm -hmm. in a space with kink intent, mm -hmm. we will find ways to have fun. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can do some interesting bondage just, you know, on a you know, kitchen chair. You know, yeah. with rope and such, and you know that's or you know I've I've thought uses I could put my kitchen table to, <laughs> yeah, or you know so I mean or you know massage tables uh you know uh there's the massage table that has the little prongs for looping uh, rope around that they made, um they kind of Gulliver someone tie Gulliver ties right, someone right. down, um I've heard that those little anchor points are no longer the company that made them doesn't make them anymore but hopefully they're still out there or. I'm wondering, um, you know, eyelet, uh, you know, eyelet screws. I mean, you couldn't wrap around, you'd right. have to go through. Yeah. But, or having them on the side. I mean, just taking an old, uh, 
a massage table and screwing eyelet screws in the sides and as anchor points for or cuffs yeah, or uh, rope. Yeah, or I'm, I'm thinking like screw hooks mm-hmm. on the side. I mean, th- those are a bit pointy. You wouldn't want them on the top where the yeah. body is, but along the side we could do mm-hmm. that. But I realize that the, the massage table, they've put those things in, they're in a definite pattern. Because I always thought they were just evenly spaced. Mm-hmm. But no, no, they're, they're, they're just, in a body pattern. Yeah, yeah, there's lines for legs, and then you can see where the arms are. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's... there's yeah, there's line for legs, line for arms, and then there's an, there's actually two lines mm-hmm. between the arm and the body, so that you can do the arm and the torso separately. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's a really nice piece mm-hmm. of equipment. Um, so which I made use of later in the evening, which we'll get yes. to. Um, but yeah, no, I mean if there's. And there's bondage on a budget. I think there's even books about the things you can do. Oh, yeah. I think it's mostly just someone who's willing to open up their home, you know, is into it enough that they are willing to have people over. And it's a matter of, you know, you know, do you like do you like all the people who will be coming over? Because, you know, the community can be smaller, and sometimes we have our dramas, and there's, you know, there's the factions of, like, well, I don't really like that person. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, face it, if we ever started doing a group or a club... Yeah, we'd have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and that—that's one of the beautiful things about DBC is that you know they were able to buy that house, mm-hmm. um, and so you know we're not invading anybody's home. It, you know, it's a dedicated di- space. Yeah, it's a dedicated space, um, but yeah, I mean there might be some distressed property here in Lansing that, oh, yeah, there that, that we could probably do that to as well. But yeah, that would take um, a bit more effort. But yeah, no, I remember DBC back in the um, early 2000s, mm-hmm. just at the president's apartment. Oh, okay. And, uh, or it was, you know, they had bar nights mm-hmm. too. And yeah, they didn't have much in the way of equipment at that time. Um, but yeah, it was just a bunch of kinky guys getting together and yeah, doing bondage. And mm-hmm. it, it was, it, in the beginning, it was very specifically bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've, you know, opened it up to all sorts of mm-hmm. kinks. Um, but yeah, the intent, you know, back in the day, the intent of Detroit Bondage Club was, no, we're specifically about bondage. You want other kinks, there's other groups for that. Um, but, you know, as, you know, when the Eagle closed and the other groups fell away and everything went on the internet, DBC remained. And but now the Eagle's back. Well, it's sort and, of. Well, it's there. And I've, I know yeah. hijinks happen. I mean, I don't know if it, you know, that, it seems like that location keeps changing. Yeah. Every, yeah. every, every few months, it seems to be a different thing. Because it was R&R. Yeah. Eagle. So, but I mean, it's always been the kind of the more naughty, sexy, you know, kind of, it's, it's the bar you go to when you want to have shenanigans in the corner or that has glory holes or that has that courtyard. Because I was talking to someone, um, that was the other, you know, so, uh, one of the things I did that I really liked at DBC was I had some conversations with people. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had, you know, I was, I had energy. I felt good. And I was staying with one guy in the kitchen. Uh, not a regular, but I, th- I think I've seen him before. But he's his big thing is piss play. He loves to be peed on, and it's like, yeah, DBC's, can't can't really do that at DBC. He's not designed for that. Yeah. But um, he was just talking about you know events he's been to, and and he said that someone was looking at putting on a you know a kind of a piss play party, and they got about hundred names 
from the Detroit mid-Michigan wow. area. Yeah. And it's like emails. And it's like, oh, and it sounds like it never happened, but it's like, God, hook up with Menjo's. It's like, cause it's like, you know, uh, that courtyard that, uh, is off of the Eagle. Yeah. And make that private and do it when it's warm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, not the sort of thing you yeah. wanted to. Do but right you, now. That would be, you know, it's outside, so it, it would be fine. Just put some, you know, horse trows out there and, you know. Yeah. Like, and like I know someone who bought a horse trow specifically for that. He tells people it's to, for parties, that you put ice in so you could put in drinks, but no, it's, it's something he could be in to have crowds of guys pee on him and, like, yay. Cool. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen in that courtyard um, taps. Uh, okay. Faucets. Oh, so, so you could uh, so so it could be hosed down. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, because there are plants in there. So okay. yeah, so yeah, uh, you know, it could be. But I said, hey, hook that guy up with you know the eagle and see what could be because they have nights. You know, they have you know theme nights. Oh yeah, I mean they've had they've had fisting parties. There. Yeah, so I don't think they'd be shy of that. So you know, I know a couple of people who are that's a big thing for them and. You know, I know one of them came to DBC and was like, oh, okay. Definitely flagging yellow. And it's like, there's no place to do it. And I talked to another friend who really likes to do it. And uh, I was explaining to him. He's like, well, what about outside? I'm like, there's no real place outside. Yeah. It's too public. There's too many houses. Um, But then he was talking about how how the, the back of the... Is goes up to a, a stream or a river, I guess. There is a backyard. So I'm um, wondering if the backyard has some privacy if you put up some fences. And usually yeah. the parties are at night, mm-hmm. and if you didn't really have lighting back there, but you know, yeah. still it's just security. You do, you definitely want some security fencing around. Right. Yeah. No. If we if they were able to put up like six foot picket fence, mm-hmm. um, that yeah we. Might be able to do piss play in the backyard, um, but you know that costs a good chunk of change. Oh yeah, so. it, it's the it's the you know. I mean, honestly, I was like look, thinking to myself, it's like, well, if they had like just unlimited money and could tune this, it's like, well, like the um, the the fuck bench room. It's like just turn that into a group shower room. It already kind of almost is. We because I think we're pl- I was playing. And you were playing, and then someone flushed the toilet upstairs, and the water dripped? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it didn't drip on anyone, because it was off in the corner, but it's like, you hear the water going through the pipe ahead of, above us, and then you hear it dripping drip, off in the drip, corner. Drip. It's like, oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that room's always been an issue with stuff. It gets super cold in the winter. Yeah. It's always kind of damp. But I thought, just, you know, put a drain in the middle and put gang shower in there and then you could have a place for peeing and also sometimes you might feel like cleaning up like thoroughly cleaning up after a scene and or, before getting back in the car or you know making sure that your clean out is, oh, that is be... up to par, but, you know, that's... which was an issue later in the night oh yeah um well so the first thing i did was yeah played with uh you know started chatting up someone right at the beginning and we he was in a mood, and so we uh, kind of like just mashed on each other and then played with each other. And then a third joined us, who was someone I've played with in the past, and was like, hey, hey. And suddenly it's like, okay. Yeah. And the three of us were, and then I was in the same room that you were having uh, fun with somebody. Yeah, um, someone who is a regular at mm-hmm. DBC. Um, we hadn't really played much in the past, but I, you know, I'd known him, and mm-hmm. you know, I was at a loose end. <laughs> I was um, like, hmm. You know, and he got in there, and I was like, "I'm like, okay, sure, let, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the mood to touch somebody." He was in the mood to be touched, and 
um, yeah, got him looped up and started pounding away. And yeah, he, he's self-lubricating and very, very juicy hole. Okay. And yeah, it, I kind of wish I would have known that before we started playing because I would have put down one of the puppy pads. Okay. Um, but yeah, so left a bit of a mess <laughs> on the floor that needed to be cleaned up. I'm glad you cleaned it up because yeah, yeah. after I was playing with the three guys, one was like, okay, breather. And then I fucked the other one on the bench, right, where you had been earlier. <laughs> and he had a nice pack of, like, I'm like, okay, lube. And, yeah, I need to find out where you buy those little individual pot packets of lube because... Yeah, I'm... All of the individual packets of lube that I have, mm-hmm. I've stolen from Claw. Okay. Because, I mean, they, they give those out yep. like, like mints at Claw. Um, so... Because I know I that's the other thing I realized I just need to I need to start packing better I I rarely take anything with me to DBC and it's like no I need toys because things came up and luckily other people had stuff that mm-hmm. I was able to borrow uh, because like I said had that old uh, thing uh, cleaned up after you know playing with a guy um, you know hadn't come so I was still in a mood because I you know just don't come um, but uh, you know had a conversation upstairs. And then, uh, oh, saw an incredible scene where someone got hogtied to the massage table, had electrodes attached to their nipples, and had a beautiful, basically, mohawk of clothespins put up their cock. Minor correction. Mm -hmm. Those weren't electrodes on the nipples. Okay. They were vibrating clamps. Oh, okay. That would be different. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I knew they were hooked up to something. They were wires. It wasn't just clamps. It's like, oh, there's wires going somewhere. Oh, so it's just vibration. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so that person there is a beautiful... And it was, like, beautiful rope work. Oh, I'm glad that that pictures were taken of it because I'm like, ah, it's just, you know, it's like, damn it, I... Someone went through a lot of effort to set this up. I hope they got pictures. And the the top, the rope top, was like, yes, I, I, I think you know, with the the bottoms of approval on it. Of course, sure. of course. Um, took pictures of it for. It was sad though because he says, "Yeah, I'm taking pictures," and then realizing he's, he, you know, he's without the attention, he's not staying as hard. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, That's when you need a photographer. Yeah, he, he needs to be working his balls with you know whatever evil things you were doing to him that kept him rock hard and dripping is the time I saw him. Um, oh, yeah. But then, you know, have someone else, you know, lining up the shots. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm glad that that was captured and don't know where those pictures will end up, but that was beautiful work. I'm glad. I it's I have recorded. a feeling that if you ask the top nicely, he would be willing to provide them to No, him. no, I don't need them. I'm just kind of <laughs> yeah. curious if they're for his own use or if they're going to be going on a profile. Maybe. It might I, be on one of those might, profile might shots. might be going into his portfolio. I do know that um, he is going to be displaying his handiwork at Claw mm-hmm. in the uh, Bound and Beautiful mm-hmm. uh, fundraiser. Yes, I know yeah. some people who have been volunteered to be... Yes, to, works of art to be. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good canvases. There, canvases. Yes, <laughs> Can, canvases for beautiful woman. So that was a really cool scene. And then the other scene that happened was uh, someone came in and was like, "Oh, pretty ginger boy with a beard, in leather, uh, leather shirt and jeans, and you know, new and but he wasn't new because he had uh, come and visited us a couple of years ago when he was visiting in town, and now he's a local. He cool. was visiting from another town." Heard about the place, came, uh, was shown a good time, uh, 
I think, enjoyed himself. Stuck around even, like, two years ago, I remember, even after being brought off, um, he did stuff with other people and, like, didn't just, oh, gotta get dressed now and leave. Yeah. Which other people sometimes do. Um, no, even yes. after coming, he stayed around and helped lend a hand, so to speak. Um, so then he's back, and I guess he's now a local. Um, and that was nice. And uh, saw, he was just like, I don't know if I'm going to do anything tonight. And I was like, but he wanted to do something. But I don't think he knew what he wanted to do until it's like, well, you've already been tied to that. There's that cross. And he's like, yeah. And it's like, okay, we need a flogger. <laughs> oh, he was the one getting. Yes. Ah, okay. Yes. I, I wasn't able to see because I had oh. an ass on my face at the time. Oh, that's a sadness because it was. So, yeah, um, we're like, well, I'm like, shit. Well, I just said flogging and I'm not conversant enough to really do be someone's first time. I'd feel sad about that. Um and it's like, well, you know, they suggested someone who was busy with someone else. And then someone else stepped up and um, old schooler. Uh, yep. Yep. And he gave a scene. And I was like, whoa. And I've never actually seen him in full Dom, you know, sir mode. I, I mean, he's been there, but usually when I see him, he's kind of relaxing and hanging out with people. I've never seen him in full, like, you know, you behave, boy, and otherwise, you know, I think I've yeah, been busy I, I in mean, other parts, too. Yeah, yeah, most of the time, now that I go back and think about it, I have not seen him, well, no, I, I have seen him throw a flogger before mm-hmm. and be in that mode, but thinking, most of the time, thinking about what what is he, like, in action, most of the time, he's just pounding some guy's mm-hmm. ass with his, with his cock. But, um, no, so it was like, you know, and I was like, it was a pretty impressive scene, and it was pretty extreme, uh, for the guy's first time being flogged. But, you know, he was the Dom was doing a good job of checking in. He would lean into and whisper in his ear. I'm pretty sure it was, you know, check-ins to make sure, are you mm-hmm. okay, what's going on? And uh, then it was like, oh, well, okay, we've roughed up your back enough. Let's turn you around and uh, force someone to suck you off. And that was a hot scene. Because <laughs> Mr. Bound was, like, throwing his head back. And just from his face, his facial expressions alone were, like, fucking pornography it was wonderful and uh brought he was brought off and it was like cool and then he was you know still chatting and talking and and then he and i talked about uh books and i was like this is perfect (laughs) yes you're a hot man who i just saw being beaten and gotten off and now we're talking about books i was like fuck yeah this is the perfect night ever and then he said something about yeah i might be up for round two i'm like Oh, honey. <laughs> Why did you... I felt bad because I think that might have been starting at the time you were probably getting ready to want to go. Just time was... I don't know what time it was, but it was kind of the it, time-ish it, it, it when was, we start. It was later in the night, but I, I still had oh, a, a bit more in cool. me. Because, um, yeah, we tied him down to the that Gulliver thing and just edged him, which he loves, and it was fun. And... Um, and tasty. A very tasty cock. And <laughs> um, I felt bad because I th- thought he had come because I thought I tasted come, but it was just pre-cum. And he was also writhing. And then he was still hard. And it's like, oh, I found out he hadn't come yet. It's like, oh, okay, this is an edging scene. <laughs> All right, we'll keep going. <laughs> and we did and finished him off. And that was really a lot of fun. It was like, oh, God, yes. Yeah. So it was a really good night. Um, but like I said, um, you know, there's a point where... You know, he wanted to be blindfolded, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. And also, the point when he wanted to be flogged, luckily someone had all their flogs there, because there's no real floggers at uh, DBC. There there's are, pa- pa- there are there's paddles, paddles, there's canes. Canes, but um, yeah, not 
flogger. Yeah, so. and uh, but luckily someone had a lovely assortment that they used on him. Yeah, um, the the dungeon master does have mm-hmm. his own selection of floggers that range from very very light mm-hmm. um, horsehair, yeah, actually, saw horsehair um, to very heavy. So. Well, uh, yeah, he was he was I think shy of getting like anything that was like single tail or anything like that that would leave a mark. But right. you're talking about you know the thicker ones, the more of the suede stuff is more thuddy. Yes, and it's less stingy. It's more thump, thuddy. And yeah, he had a serious workout. And beautiful thing was I realized there's mirrors set up in front of the cross. Mm-hmm. And I was in the right spot because I'm like, oh, yes, this mirror is showing him from the front perfectly. And I'm seeing that he is fucking rock hard. He is enjoying every yes. second of it. And I was like, that was, it was a very hot scene. And then, you know, the scene we did afterwards was fun too. And he got to come again. So mm-hmm. I was like, cool. And I hope he becomes semi-regular because he's fun to play with and... There's probably other things to explore. Um, the And also, it's like, oh my god, nerd boy, I need to talk with you about books. <laughs> uh, start off a beautiful friendship. So yeah, so it was a good night. And then we were finally done. It was late. It was like 12.30, I think, when yeah. we finally got in the car to head out. Yeah. Uh, yeah which that, is late for us. We're, it, we're about it usually 11, 11.30 kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, 12.30 is really the absolute latest I want to leave mm-hmm. because I want to get back yeah. before 2 a.m. And, um, but yeah, I, the, what it taught me was, okay, A, there's many techniques I want to become more conversant in because I want to be able to show people a good time with rope, with flogging, with that. And my own insecurities are like, I need to at least have the basics down mm-hmm. before I'd want to do it in public. You know, just performance anxiety and also making right. sure I'm doing it. You know, you're going to be around a lot of people who know their shit. And I don't want to be that person who's like, oh, yeah, he's that boy. Right. I don't know. I, good news is the community is very sharing. I think very, like, if you were not, if your technique was not even flawed, just not mm-hmm. up to par, you know, I think some people might, you know, you know, be willing to, you know, give right. pointers if you asked about it. Well, I mean, real quick on starting flogging. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what I had to do... Um, First time, but before I was allowed to flog a back, I was handed a flogger, and they hung up uh, a kitchen towel mm-hmm. at, at about the same height as somebody's mm-hmm. shoulders, and they said, "All right, throw the flogger until until you're able to hit the point on the kitchen towel that you want to, and you get all mm-hmm. the tails there, because very often you'll end up spreading the the tails and." And the you dangerous want. thing is, if you wrap around and you kind of hit too much to the side, it can whip around and, or right. catch them in the face or something like that. So you right. want to basically be, yeah, targeting and hitting where you, you know, targeting it and hitting it on the target. Right. Uh, oh, no, not no, not a kitchen towel. It was a, a pillow. Oh, uh, but, okay. uh, oh okay. so, so it had, had some body. A form to it. Some form, some body to it. Um, and, yeah, the other recommendation I often give for those who are inexperienced tops is... Uh, have the the bottom put a towel around their neck, oh. um, because that that's the most likely place to inadvertently get somebody is on the back of the neck, um, and by having the towel there, you don't have to worry cool. about cool. that. Um, so, but other supplies yeah. were like um, oh, because um, I borrowed um, oh, the the vibrating gloves. Yes. OG, the, the yeah, I, I don't remember the exact. But yeah, it's a, a like, glove you put on, and then it turns on, and your fingertips vibrate. And we're doing that for the edging scene, and so luckily we had a guy there with lots of toys who was willing to. Oh, because the 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 guy who's tied down is like, I really want to be blindfolded. No, someone offered like 
one guy offered to blindfold. I was like, you want to be blindfolded? I was like, yes. It's like, cool. So, yeah, I, I need to develop a bag of tricks and toys and schlep that around. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't have to be a lot, but yeah. Bl- oh, no. blind, blindfold and lube are a good place yeah, to blindfold start. Blindfold lube. A, a nice, I have a nice paddle. I, have to find, I bought it when they had their um, that garage sale like last year. Yeah. And I have to figure out where it is. Yeah. Put it in a box. Um, so yeah. d- there was a bit of a disappointment uh, on my end. Um, after doing the guy on the fuck bench, mm-hmm. um, Puppy and I went upstairs. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and Puppy has been in a toppish mood okay. recently. I saw and, the preparations for that because I stuck my head in the sling room and it's like, yeah. oh, hi. Yeah. And I I wasn't able to relax enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the... I think I might have grabbed the wrong packet of gun oil. Okay. I might have gotten one with more additives in it because, yeah, I, I wasn't having a pleasant sensation. Oh. When he stuck his finger in it, it was like, oh, that's, yeah. So, I, and really, I need to, I need to practice more with my toys and, because I want, I want my puppy to give me a good fucking. Well, that's the two I realized. I've run into a couple, you know, tops and it's like, okay. I need to get in practice with that again because I, I, I can remember being fucked and thinking it felt really good, but it was a long time ago. And it's like, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so also I, I think I'm also realizing, like, from seeing that, you know, heavy, you know, old guard scene, mm-hmm. I'd be a shitty sub because I do not, like, you know, I'm hearing, you know, it's like, you know, the talking down. I love it's for the scene. Mm-hmm. But it's almost that... Um, drill sergeant kind of feel of like, okay, you've stepped out of line. No, no, no. We're going to put you in your place and we're going to take, we're in control of this. Right. In theory, it's, it's the, the seeming of control when really it is a, you know, I think a mutual situation, but, uh, I, yeah, I just bristle at being told what to do. I mean, in a learning situation, yes, I open myself up. I'm like, okay, I need to learn. You tell me what I need to do. I will learn. But once I have the basics down, it's like I get very much like, no, excuse me. Because I was in a scene with someone and they were like, I'm the boss. And I'm like, no, you're not. Because it's not something we had established before. It was like, we're just having fun here. It's like, you know, I'm the boss. And it's like, no, no, no. You're that person's boss. This is already a pre-existing relationship, and you've already discussed this. I'm just someone you're playing with, so it's like, you're not my boss. <laughs> a, you're not paying me, and you didn't give birth to me, so you don't get to tell me what to do. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I'm... You're a brat. Well, no, because a brat, I think, is like a submissive who like is playful and is going to be naughty. I don't even want to be a submissive sometimes. It's like, I'm more like, no, I want an equal. And I can role play, mm-hmm. but... There's that part of me that does kind of bristle at it. It's like, oh dear. Okay, That's so unfortunate. so you'd be more into the flogging without the oh, the, sir, the, yes, sir, sir, yes, yeah. How is that? that. You know, yeah, because if I, you know, basically if I think if someone, you know, I I forgot to say sir and they got surly about it, I'd be like, okay, scene over, fuck off. <laughs> I, I I mean, I don't think I would say that, but I'd be like, I'm not having fun anymore, and I don't like this power dynamics, and stop it. Yeah. You're, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> And yeah, that's and I mean that's I I think I just I'm, I'm probably a shitty sub. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but that also something I could explore because who knows maybe it's just something I have to let loose and, but yeah, yeah. well, um, I I'm 
for training my mm -hmm. hole, I'm using the fork trough sit and stretch mm -hmm. um, because my goal is to eventually take a fist and hopefully one day I'll get there. Mm -hmm. um, and part of it that Puppy told me is that he's not a very experienced top, mm -hmm. so he can just you know be like, all right, I'm hard, time to ram it right in. I'm like, no, Puppy, it doesn't work that way. Um, but for those who want to... Well, that's the way it works know, in porn. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for general, for, for training to take a dick, mm -hmm. um, available at most adult stores and most online sites is the Colt three-part trainer plug set. Okay. Um, which has a small, a medium, and a large. And the large is large. And usually you don't need that unless you're playing on playing with very well-endowed gentlemen. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, start with the small... Um, slide it in gently and beat off with it in, and when you think you're ready for it, move up to the medium and enjoy that for a while. And, um, yeah, should loosen you up enough to start making I, dicks. I don't know if looseness is more the preparation. Like, well, and, and for that, I recommend a shower shot. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's something I'd be much more concerned about. The others, uh, I think I can get in that headspace. Is like, okay, yeah, um, Calgon, take me away. So there was. Um, there was another couple mm -hmm. there, uh, and Puppy played for a bit with the sub in that couple, mm -hmm. and that sub likes to eat ass as much as oh. I do, if not more. So Puppy was getting his ass eaten out, and I'm like, "Wow, you're 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 very good, and you're very enthusiastic." <laughs> I'm like, it's like you, you'd want to get your whole head up in there if you could, wouldn't you? He's like, well, "Yeah, kind of." <laughs> um, so then after that, um, I I ended up rimming his sir mm -hmm. and went at that for a while. And then afterwards, he, he said to his sub, he's he's as good as you are. And I'm like, oh. all right. Because, yeah, I, I know I'm good. And I know that he's good. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I And even though he lives pretty far away, he, he did say he wants to come back. And I said... When you come back, um, we need to spend 15 minutes checking out each other's technique. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he was absolutely up for that. Um, night ended with one of my regulars, threw him in the sling, and he wanted to get some of my hand. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's not able to take a, a full fist, but you know, he's able to take four fingers. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got him off gone to come. Problem was, it being you know after midnight, and he had cleaned out at... 5 p.m. There, yeah, oh. yeah, there was unfortunately a bit of a mess. Oh no, yeah, I, I, I still enjoyed it. I still had fun, and you know, he was able to get off. But I'm, I was like, yeah, th this smell is probably gonna put off anybody else who tries to use the sling, or oh. even in the basement. And I'm like, yeah, let's get this cleaned up pretty. Yeah, there's well. been situations like that where it's like, okay, and yeah, there's a very distinctive smell, but you know, there's. They have lots of, uh, you know, uh, towels and... Wet wipes. Wet wipes, alcohol. They have what is needed to clean up. Clean up. up. From, yeah. yeah. And, and pretty much most people I know who play are very good about cleaning up afterwards. Yeah. You know? and, and having learned my lesson from earlier in the night, I made sure to put uh, pads down oh, before we yeah. started. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that, that, was, that was fun. Mm -hmm. It was a good... It was very... Yeah. Both, yeah. you know... Both events, the first Friday and DBC, were very yeah. fun events. Uh, 
All right. Uh, we've been going for a while, but um, quick expert bit mm-hmm. that we tend to do. Because um, this podcast is coming out on Ash Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, and, and Lent. And I make jokes about what I give up for Lent. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, I have said that I have given up guilt, shame, uh, Catholicism, uh, and Poonchki. Oh, no. Hey, Poonchki is the perfect thing to give up for Lent. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, they stop having them, yes. Right. Um, but also, my online uh, mm. boy, who I'm sort of being the key holder for, mm. he, he's exploring chastity and really enjoying it. And he mm. um, locked up for all of February. Mm. Um, and because he stayed locked up, he was able to uh, have a couple of creative orgasms. <laughs> and, and he's... He was like, do, do I, is, is there a punishment for me coming while locked up? I'm like, did you, uh, you know, did you beat off your dick the old fashioned way? He's like, no, I just beat my balls and worked my hole. And I'm like, no, we're going to celebrate that. <laughs> That's So he has enjoyed that enough that his plan was just to stay locked up for the 28 days of February. Um, but he's like, I'm going to stay locked up through Lent. And I'm like, hey, yeah, it, it, as long as you're still having fun. Yeah, go for it. That's, yeah, that'd be a way of dealing with Lent. Is like, yeah, have you know, kinky, kinky things. Get, yeah, th- yeah. What? Well, but Charles, usually yeah. it's giving up something. So it's like, but then you have the things that well, you know, give up shame or give up, you know, right. You know, pick up something that you want to do, and it's like, okay, how could you phrase that so you're giving that up? Right. Um, you know, um, I don't know. I've always thought that you know, if you want to be true about Lent. It should be a sacrifice. You should, you know, people are like, oh, I'm going to give up sugar. I'm going to give up, you know, you know, I'm going to give up bad things that I shouldn't be doing to my body anyways. No, give up healthy stuff. You should suffer for it. God, you know, this is about sacrifice. God wants you to damage yourself for, you know, his benefit. So, you know, give up taking your multivitamins. Give up your medications. You know, give up all that. You know, I mean, if we're going to talk about the truth idea of sacrifice, it should be something you give up that hurts you, right? I mean, it it not not something that is betters you. It's like, oh, I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna give up Twitter. And it's like that can actually probably help your <laughs> yeah, mental yeah, health. That, yeah, that that's probably good for your mental health. But, but you know, like the old school giving up meat. Oh. You know, I mean, you know, back in the day, that was a serious mm-hmm. sacrifice and le- led to some creative things like eating muskrat. <laughs> Which doesn't count as meat because they live in the water. Oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no, yeah, I, I feel you know it's like if you kind of you know, really honor your God, yeah, give up something important, and you know that might mean that you're damaged for the rest of your life. No, I, I and that's why I'm not a big fan of God. <laughs> they can be kind of jerks about things sometimes. Yeah. Um, but no, they yeah, yeah uh, you know, pick something. Yeah, pick something that. Yeah, it's a hard way to. Because, you, you know, it's more like you should be doing something. So give up right. self-doubt. Uh, give up, uh, yeah, give up your shyness. Right. Uh, you know, give you up re- give up not going to the gym, right? <laughs> yeah. Ha- have it be something positive, something mm-hmm. that you do to... And it can still be something to better yourself. And it doesn't need to be suffering and, and self-flagellation, as, as fun as self-flagellation is. But if um, it's fun, then you know, aren't supposed right. to give it up. Right. Um but yeah, I mean, look at this as a period for you know, being a better 
you. And knowing that whatever you're giving up, you get it back after about a month. You know, that's the right. nice thing of it. It's like, it's not about, okay, I'm never going to eat another thing that has processed sugar in it again, ever. And it's like, well, good luck with that. But saying, I can do this for a month. Right. And, and actually, you know, if you look at the calendar, it's not really 40 days. Mm-hmm. It's 40 days when you don't count the Sundays. So you can have a cheat day per week. And, See, and still again, be living up to it. This Christian God is just way too <laughs> soft on his followers. It's like, really? It's like, okay, you just have to do it for six, and then you get a cheat day. It's like, no, there's no cheat days with the kind, unforgiving gods that I... Yeah. So I, I, I might let my my boy unlock on the occasional Sunday. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, you know, with chastity, it's very much mental, mm-hmm. right? I mean, any device can be defeated, um, and it, it's about, you know, your willpower and the fact that you're, you know, if you didn't enjoy it, you wouldn't do it. And on some level, you do enjoy the frustration. And I think with the chastity, there's always a constant reminder because you could always just call off. It's like, okay, I'm not going to beat off or, you know, right. do anything with myself. I'm going to be chased for, you know, without the belt. But that belt is always a constant reminder that, okay, this is a covenant I have made, an agreement I've made. It's like, I feel it on me. You know, and I have to deal with it. I have to deal with the fact that my stuff's in a cage. And you're going to feel that. And so it's a reminder. It's like, yep. Yeah. All right. And also, it makes you probably feel a little dirty and special underneath. It's like, I'm at work. Yeah. My junk's in a cage. Yeah. I I know somebody who will occasionally, for a thrill, go to work wearing latex Mm -hmm. under his suit. Mm -hmm. And somebody else who will wear a diaper. Um to the office and feeling really naughty will let loot let loose at his desk <laughs> um but yeah uh well and, and that was short because you know i'm not big on giving up things <laughs> i'm i'm big on moderation um yeah i believe even good things taken too far uh, can become a sin and that you know especially when it comes to sex that a repressed sexual drive leads to Damage. That's a give up celibacy for a yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, crafting. Uh, I have not done any crafting, but I'm. I want. I want to make something for Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've made something. At, well, I've made dicks mm-hmm. right for my, my other pups and boys. Um, it doesn't seem right for Fargo. I mean, maybe he'll listen to this and be like, yes, I'd absolutely love to have a dick. And then, then I'll whip one up for a minute. And, but yeah, I'm trying to think of what fits him mm-hmm. better than just another one of my crochet <laughs> dicks. <laughs> as nice as that is. The only craft uh, project that I've thought of was, um, well, it's one I had in mind and would bought the materials for, but just never got around to doing. Uh, but then I was on Twitter and saw someone else who's a game designer, was doing the same thing. And I thought, like, yeah, I should just fucking do that. But making uh, tokens for, like, role-playing to show Mm -hmm. where things are. Uh, One-inch punch. And uh, magic cards. Commons and uncommons are cheap. And they have some nice images on it. So you just punch out a picture of that critter and uh, glue it onto a wooden disc. You know, one-inch wooden disc. And now you have a nice token. And you can store it in a poker chip case. Yeah. And have a whole freaking army or all your critters there. And it's like, oh, that's very portable. Yeah. It beats a whole box of miniatures. Well, and 
And if you need magic cards, I've got oh, a, I've got a box of commons so and uncommons. That... I mean, mostly it's just a matter of going through. I, I just yeah. need to go to a store and go through their box of commons and like find the ones that have nice pictures. Uh, it's I'll... also neat because you can just take a the punch out the circle onto a card and then hold it up to the card to see how it line up. And it's like, yeah. okay, and how can I get the artwork? Yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah so yeah, I saw I... someone doing that. And I'm like, I had that idea. I bought this stuff. God damn it. I... I should do it. Well, yeah, you you can have you can go through mine and you can have mine for best offer. Because <laughs> yeah, right now, it I mean it has value, but it's not bringing me joy anymore, and, and I really need to. This let does it, not spark joy. No, it, it it doesn't spark joy anymore. Um, yeah, uh, one magic story that I I may have shared before, but I feel like sharing it again. So when I got back into magic. Mm-hmm. Um, few years ago. Magic the Gathering. Magic you know, the like Gathering. Presto, rabbit out of a hat. No, but Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. Yes. I was going to uh, a game store in Fenton. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys there would ask random other straight guys, hey, you want to make out? Mm-hmm. And it was guys he knew. And so I, I'm i like, I'm going to I'm gonna wait. I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to come out. Right? I'm, I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kept playing for a while. And eventually he asked me, and I was like, we asked, because he, he always got to no, know, right? Everybody said no to him. That, that was the joke, right? When he did, it was like, I responded with a, oh, sure, why not? And, and I grabbed him. Mm-hmm. I, I did not kiss him. But I was like, <laughs> you got to be careful with that, buddy. Yeah, it's also, it's a stupid joke. It's like the, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, hey, it's like, you're doing it just because you know it's going to cause discomfort or get a reaction from your friends because the whole gay panic shit. And it's like, honey. Yeah. So So how do you respond to, how did he respond to that? Oh, he flipped. He's like, ah. Yeah. Well, I I think it was the grab more than the yes, but yet, you know, I. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so all right um, I, I see mine yeah. likely well I don't know but um, mine would be more like eh, thanks for the offer but you're really not my type unless he was my type and it's like ooh it's like, actually my response would be like are you serious because if you're not that's a really fucking rude tease because I've I've kind of been there with people who are like will joke about it and I'm like no don't or uh, my joke is uh don't joke about that because I will take you up on that offer and do things to you that you will hate and love at the same time. <laughs> and that usually makes it uncomfortable enough that they're like, oh shit. It's like, yeah, don't joke yeah. about, don't be a tease. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, upcoming yeah, upcoming she, events, uh, Rubber Invasion of Outbar. That's what, the 9th? Yes, I believe so. So it's a week from yesterday? Yes. So the, the okay. so the Saturday after this podcast goes oh, live. Okay. So um, Albar, um, it's still a thing. Common Language has closed. Uh, the books are all in storage, and I think they're still selling books online. But the bookstore itself is gone. Um, but yeah, Albar is still there and going. Uh, Support it while it's there. It'll be latex. So latex. It's a latex? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, sponsored by uh, Michigan Rubbermen. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know how big it will be because, you know, out bar is tiny. Yeah. But it's also spring break. Well, it's the tail end of spring break. But because, yeah, U of M and MSU, it's this, what, wait, 
was it the last week or no? It's this coming week is spring break for I think okay. MSU and uh, U of M. It corresponds the same week, so uh, so, so it might be end, less crowded. Yeah, the students <laughs> might not be back yet. I don't yeah. know. Don't no, not sure. Um, yeah, and then of course um, first Friday coming up. Uh, we invite you all out mm-hmm. to that. And Claw, if you can make it, we'd love to, to see you there. Um, yeah, I'm talking to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of people I know are going to be there. And a few I, I know are not. And they're all really broken up about it. They're like, I'd love to. I can't. But yeah, um, Claw promises to be very good mm-hmm. um, this year. Um, it's going to start with a kickoff party. Um, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. So, yeah, if you can be there, um, I think that's Thursday night. Um, yeah. I remember going there. We didn't go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I don't think it was open at the time we were there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Or maybe we just didn't want to go in. But I remember then just casually walking around that neighborhood and then coming across a leather store. Cool. Like, oh, but this is a long time ago. So <laughs> I try to remember when I was last in Cleveland and long fucking time ago so who knows if that store is still around or moved or what but now i'll have to well you've got friends in cleveland they they might be able to tell you i have family in cleveland i have friends in cleveland but i don't know if, yeah that that you that okay really seen. so so the your connections in cleveland are the kind that you would ask for restaurant recommendations not leather store yes. recommendations yes. <laughs> um yeah, which we might take you up on. I'll, I'll have to ask Slingberry oh, if, if there's any cuisine that, other than the barbecue joint that, that he would really like to try. I mean, part of it is uh, it needs to be within walking distance of the hotel because mm-hmm. don't want to have to take the car out of valet yep. and back in again. And yeah, so... But uh, anyway, yeah, that... Yeah, my entire, my entire mind, my entire being, I'm like, I, I wish it were... The week after Easter, I wish it were the week after Easter, so I could be in Cleveland doing wonderful, horrible <laughs> things. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Tears of Paris, Linoleum Knife, Off the Cuffs, and the Wait What Podcast. And also please leave us a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you again for listening. We are your host, Sarah King. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.